the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the best of Rob Black and your money on AM 1220, KDOW. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and your money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Hello. Adieu to you and me and you. Happy day. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um... Yesterday wasn't the prettiest day on Wall Street, and those days happened. And I remember looking at stocks and kind of like taking the pulse of the day, taking the pulse of the day kind of thing. And then you get to the point where you're like, "Oh, what went wrong? And yesterday, what went wrong was Deutsche Bank, German bank, the German Linda. Little Oktoberfest going on in the stock, like bad hangover. So Deutsche Bank took a turn for the worse. And basically got a little stress out there for people. Uh, People have seen the financial crisis in the past before, and they see dead people. I see dead people. So sometimes when you see a bank like a Deutsche Bank struggle, you're like, uh, Oh, what's going to happen next? Because we saw Lehman Brothers and we saw Bear Stearns and we saw the massive selling that had to go on, that went on, that hurt, that pulled, that clawed. So there's some dynamics behind it. Some hedge fund clients, eh, we're out. Um, Now, Deutsche Bank acknowledged, like, there's an ebb and flow that's going on here. Um, they talked a little bit about their capital position being better than worse, but in a post, but in a a world in a post financial crisis world where we saw Lehman go to zero, where we saw Bear Stearns blow up, there's a little bit of a let's sell first 
And you're almost like, hey, Jim, uh, you want to go to lunch? And then Jim starts to go to lunch. And you're like, I'm going to go back to my office for a quick thing. And then you're like, I'm selling everything. And Jim's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to sell everything. I would have sold everything. So there's a little bit of that going on. And there's a kind of a counterparty risk thing go- that goes on. There's a government bailout narrative that starts to get built. And government bailouts aren't pretty. I have a friend whose sister is on disability insurance. And you would think no one would want to be on government disability. But once you're on government disability and you get in that check, you're like, woo, it's a free check. I don't have to. I could actually watch Jerry Springer all day long. So, but realistic people look at it and go, that's, that doesn't really look good because it's not a lot of money. But sometimes when you're involved and you're like, woohoo, woohoo, I can out woohoo you, woohoo, 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 ah, you win, woohoo. So Deutsche Bank, and this, as the world turns around, Deutsche Bank, it fell 9% at one point in time. So it goes super, super, super down, and then it recovered <clears throat> to actually close higher today. That's It's a roller coaster out there. I've got a cousin or nephew. I, I never know the difference. Like, I'm not good at the whole family tree thing. Which one am I allowed to make out with? (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm from West Virginia. How do you tell a rich family in West Virginia? They've got two cars up on jacks or on stilts or bricks or whatever you want to call them. banjo there's an instrument that I'd blow up if I could blow up an instrument anyway uh, Deutsche Bank we're laboring through it today we're laboring through it this week and um, it's all about bad loans so we get a little personal income and spending report for August and what did that show us today it revealed that income and spending not necessarily alive and well last month. Personal incomes grew just two-tenths of a percent. Personal spending was unchanged. Real pers- real personal spending was down a tenth of a percent, which is going to be a negative factor in the GDP third quarter numbers that get released early in the fourth quarter. I know it's kind of, you almost need a scorecard to, at this point in time. So that's out there. Japan put out some numbers last night that suggested consumers aren't spending much. Or not as much as Bank of Japan would hope. Household spending in Japan declined 4.6% year over year. Japan's got a problem. Um, what's their problem? They're old. I don't really hate old people, but in the world of financial media, I hate old people. Can you live with that? Can that be okay? Can I say I hate Prop 13 because it's not raising enough taxes? Based on property valuations, can you can you be okay with that and not send a letter to my boss? Which, for the record, I work in the mailroom. I steal all the letters. I destroy them, so you, you won't even get it through. I have his email account, so it won't even see see the light of day. 
But I hate old people. And why do I hate old people? Because Japan hates old people. Japan has shown me that old people don't spend money. So they've got a big problem, and they want to host the Olympics. I'm like, why do you want to host the Olympics? You're a nation of old people. There's nothing attractive about that. If I were to come to the Olympics, I'd want to have young, sexy fun, and I have to go to restaurants and see you chew with your mouth open and food dropping out of your mouth. It's worse than watching Marco eat, watching Japanese old people eat. It's horrific. Oh, hey, Marco. How are you? So the monetary policy push. Um... That's what Japan's all about at this point in time. It's tumultuous. We're less than inspiring. The global picture on the last day of the quarter, January, February, March, first quarter, April, May, June, second quarter, July, August, September. And then you craftily look at your clock or your phone. Yeah, because you don't wear a clock on your hand, do you? You craftily look at your phone and you see, whoa, today's September 3rd. 30th, which means when I come back to work on Monday, Monday, it's going to be October 3rd. So the quarter's over. So we just got that personal spending, quarter's over. And what does that also mean? Now companies in the next three weeks are going to start telling us what they did in the third quarter. Eh? 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 Say what? Ah. So oil's about $45 a barrel. A lot of people think now is the time to short oil stocks or to sell oil stocks. In large part, no one really believes that worldwide demand, when you just see personal spending in Japan be anemic and Rob hates old people commentary and speech comes out, no one really thinks that in Deutsche Bank is having troubles, that it's hot, hot, hot out there, as Buster Poindexter would say. So now's the time to sell oil stocks in theory. Not me, I'm just talking. I'm a talking head. I'm not a portfolio manager for you. Does that make sense? So I own an oil stock, and I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, you're like that red-headed child. You're not my baby. I don't have red hair. So I might want to pull out the the whip and just whip it, beat it. Oil stocks, eh, it's tough to make a case for right now. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Trump has unleashed a tweet storm on disgusting Miss Universe. 
Okay, I'm going to turn the microphone off for just a second and just talk between me and you. He's trying to lose us, right? He doesn't really want to be president, does he? I'm really rich. It makes no sense. Like, if, if I were drunk and belligerent, I still wouldn't call a woman Miss Piggy, even if she looked just like Miss Piggy. So Trump is saying that Miss Universe Alicia Mikado duped and used Hillary Clinton, who mentioned the 1996 pageant winner near the end of Monday night's presidential debate to go after Trump. Um, if you were to see this tweet storm that he just did this morning, you'd be like, that's a paragon of crazy. Like it's that it's maybe. And again, I don't know enough about politics. There's there's enough to say about that. I will say that on a lot of levels, Wall Street has really enjoyed gridlock on a lot of levels because the Democrats have their ideas like, let's let's give free health care. Raw, raw, shish, boom, bah. And Republicans say, like, let's let's make more missiles. Raw, raw, shish, boom, bah. And when you have them in D.C. and they're gridlocked, they're not able to give free health care. They're not able to give free missiles. Every house deserves a missile, in my opinion. So, um, I, I think that's pretty well said. Uh, gridlock has worked really well in the past in Washington. And then you look at it and you're like, no, we actually need monetary policy to kind of go bye-bye and go with some fiscal policy. So our bankers are saying, you know what? We're going to help the economy by lowering interest rates. Now, President, can you pass a road bill? Hey, Congress, can you get a jobs bill get going? And Congress and the president are like, no, we don't like each other. So they don't do anything. That's kind of crazy. Washington's made things worse. So it's up to the states to kind of figure out what they want to do to simulate their own economy. And as best I can tell, again, I'm not very political. As best I can tell, it's all about weed. Like on the state level at this point in time, if you can pass some sort of marijuana initiative, it'll help your economy. And like if let's say you're a local policeman for the city of Alameda, why not just hang out at the weed bars um, Friday night at 10, 11, 12 and just pull over everyone who's coming out of it? Alameda will ching, 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 ching. It'll sound like a casino in there of the amount of revenues coming in. And for the record, I've now offended old people. And I could check off the list women that look like Miss Piggy that I would say look like Miss Piggy, but I, I don't do that because, like, Trump can't stop doing that, but I can stop from doing that. Oh, André Toi! Uh, uh, do you want to see me, Miss Piggy? Oh, yes, come here, come in! I'm a big fan of Kermit's. I never liked Miss Piggy. I never thought they should stay together. I didn't get the relationship. The whole inter... inter... pig-dating frog just... Blending the species now. Now. And Kermit was kind of cool. Kermit had a dream. If you ever watched the Muppet movie, circa 19 something, it happened sometime in the 1900s, the, the Muppet movie. I'm just going to loosely say that and be good with that. And if you start with the whole rainbow connection with Kermit, um, the rainbow connection, 
the lovers, the dreamers, and me. So Kermit goes on the road, and he meets Fozzie Bear, and he says, Fozzie Bear, let's go to let's go to L.A. I want to make a movie. And then Fozzie Bear, they meet Miss Piggy, and then they meet Gonzo, and Gonzo sings the song, um, There's Not a Place Yet. Oops, hold on. Kill this, kill this, kill this. For old friends who've just met. So Gonzo gets swept up by a balloon, and what the hell is Gonzo? Is he a turkey? What 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 is he? So Kermit, and you can do a rainbow connection. He grabs all of his friends, gets in a bus with a band with Animal and the crazy guy with gold tooth, and drives to L.A. I didn't get the Miss Piggy aspect, but see, I feel like Kermit because I used to live on the East Coast and I always wanted to move to Silicon Valley. I, when I had a thing about women and artificial implants, I, I called it Silicon Valley. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know there was a difference between Silicon Valley and Silicon Valley. I just kind of assumed they were the same thing. Um, but then again, I used to think my nose got constipated instead of congested. And when you say to a group of second graders, like, hey, my nose is constipated, they all start laughing at you. Um, and the teacher laughs at you like... You're labeled funny, but you're really just kind of struggling to f- come up with vocabulary, right? And that pa- that tars you for the rest of your life, and it kind of like y- you become funny. Um, I thought babies came out of the belly button in seventh grade science class. Everyone thought I was funny, but to be quite honest with you, I was struggling to know where they came from. And to this day, I still don't quite know. The movie Storks kind of cleared it up for me. Storks bring them. Um... But anyway, long story short, I never got Miss Piggy. I never got Miss Piggy. I just thought she was obnoxious and, and, and Kermit deserved better. He deserved like a Kate Hudson kind of woman. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so I've offended Miss Piggy Universe, uh, Miss Universe candidates. I've offended old people. Who else have I offended now in the show? I'm working on it. Oh, weed, weed smokers. Weed, man. It's the only thing that's keeping our economy in the state of California moving is this idea that we're going to put it on the ballot and make it legal. And, oh, no, I, no, I offended Alameda. I said if an Alameda cop were to sit outside of a weed shop on a Friday night, implying that everyone in Alameda smokes weed. And they're, they have no jobs. <laughs> now I've offended everyone. Congratulations. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think that's about all I got. You can find me on at Rob Black Show, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Get your calls on the air. And you're the star And you're the star I got guns in my head and they won't go Spirits in my head and they won't go I got guns in my head and they won't go Spirits in my head and they won't Call Rob Black now 800 516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Looking at the stars and he misses the bright sun. He'll be a dreamer till the day he dies. But they say, oh, how the good die young. He doesn't need a retirement plan. Maybe we don't want to change. Sing it with me. I got guns in my head. Guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. Later on, he says, I don't want a never-ending life. I just want to be alive while I'm here. He's living in the now. He's not thinking Max Nott is 401k, 403b457. And what's going to stink if he gets to age 60 and regrets living in the now. Because, well, those people that live in the now and don't save anything for retirement, they're going to end up living in trailer parks and eating beanie weenies. And if you don't know what a beanie weenie is... Go Google it. It'll upset you. It'll greatly, greatly upset you. Come on, sing along with me. Got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. So I have no clue what the song's about. In the crazy world that is me, if I were to recreate it and reimagine it, I would have been a a singer-songwriter. I would know how to play a guitar. Okay, we can't play the whole song. That's illegal. We'd actually have to pay a royalty or something along those lines. I'm just making that. You will never, ever, ever have a career in singing. I will never, ever have a career in singing. That's kind of true. You don't have to rub that in. So you'll never kiss a girl. How about that, Mike? Huh? Huh? You want to pick a fight with me? I've got the microphone. But then again, you can turn the microphone off. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Um so I see a story out there that two sisters traveled both domestically and internationally with each other a lot. And last week they were um, vacationing on an island in the Indian Ocean and they both ended up dead. And when you see stories like that, what you probably don't see is did they have family? Did they have kids? Did they have, you know, a husband? Um, what happened there? When you see it happen to a teenager, you're like, that's horrible. And it is horrible. But when you see it happen to a mother... You're like, whoa, some of the ramifications are kind of crazy. And you start thinking about that. So I look at finance. I look at every story with like a financial disaster or financial angle tied towards it. And I don't know if that makes me weird or odd or whatever it makes me. It makes me, I guess, is the right way of saying it. Um, But I, I, the financial ramifications of of disasters are, are upsetting to me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Hugh Hefner is out there saying, I'm not super sick. That's never a good thing. You know, when someone's saying, I'm not super sick. 
Um, so 90 years old. He's not made public appearances in a long time. <clears throat> so he's fortunate enough that he created a business that he can kind of live off and milk till the day he dies. Can you? If you work at the DMV, you've got an amazing pension, right? If you work for the military, you get an amazing pension. They pay you till the day you die, a percentage of your income. Now, when you work for a state or a government and you get that pension when you're – you're probably giving up that, that ability to go out and be an entrepreneur. Hugh Hefner had that ability to go out and be an entrepreneur and he kind of took some risks. Uh, being an entrepreneur is not great. I can tell you as an entrepreneur is that it's filled with challenges. The best thing you can do, and I know this is difficult to explain because it's such a complicated concept that there's no chance you and your little pea-sized brains can possibly grasp this, is marry someone who works at IBM. If you want to start a business, find someone who works for a big business and then one person gets these amazing benefits from the big business. And one person gets the amazing flexibility of write-offs and things along those lines. So just consider it, please. That's all I'm asking. You don't have to do it, but just consider it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tightening housing supply has pushed up prices. There's just not a lot of homes out there right now. And we can probably create a game where we pit real estate agents against each other with bows and arrows and they actually, you know, get televised and they have to kill each other. We'll call it the hungry real estate agent game. And there's just not a lot of homes out there. And that's almost one of the reasons why, like, you really have to think of if you're going to sell, who's going to be your real estate agent? Um, do you go with the hot young female? Do you go with the seasoned, experienced person? professional who has no hair? Do you go with the the person that's got a team of nine real estate agents that all kind of look and sound alike and they cluck like chickens? I know you're saying, I've never seen a real estate cluck like a chicken. I have. It doesn't matter what you've seen. It's what I've seen. I gotta give Mike Matthews credit. He can pull sound effects pretty darn fast. I throw in the cluck like a chicken just to see if I can mess with him. And sure enough, he has it. Um, so I know real estate agents that they've sold one house this year. And then you look at the calendar and you go, oh, good God, it's January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. We're 10 months into the year. That's not good. You sold one house. That's going to be a problem. That's going to leave a mark, to say the least. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. As an investor, I want you to own some small cap stocks, some mid cap stocks, some large cap stocks, some sort of international variant because you should travel and see the world because what you'll travel and see the world. I once went to Costa Rica because everyone was like 15 years ago. You got to go to Costa Rica. Everyone goes to Costa Rica. I love Costa Rica. So I went to Costa Rica and I was like, this is a crap hole. Like, this sucks. I don't even think they have TVs here. In Costa Rica, you can go on a, a river adventure. 
I just found to me what Costa Rica was, and if you're getting ready to go on a vacation to Costa Rica, I hope you have trip insurance because you're going to be severely disappointed. What I found to be about Costa Rica, it's a bunch of people standing around saying, hello, American, give me your money. And to me, that wasn't exciting or fun. Oh, sure, I went river rafting down a river and stayed at a place that had no electricity. Woo, that was fun. And I got to play checkers or chess with, like, someone from France. And then there was a piano in the corner, and I started playing on the piano, and he started singing, and it wasn't as romantic as it sounds. It wasn't as fun as it sounds. It's just a lot of dogs with fleas, and a lot of people asking, Hey, American, give me money. So literally, I'm staying at this eco-lodge in Costa Rica, and this dog starts following me. And I'm like, I'm not giving you money. They're taught to follow Americans and smell their money and, like, try to get their money. So as an investor, you you do want some international because when you travel to these countries, you're like, you're incredibly poor because all you do is stand around and ask for my money. So that's a job, sure. But you hope that they develop some, you know, economies of size and hopefully they're not all tied towards getting oil out of the ground. So you want some small cap, you want some mid cap, you want some large cap, you want some international, and you want some sort of income paying stock. Now, an income paying stock can be a real estate investment trust. It can be a dividend achiever. It can be, it can come, it can be bonds, whatever works for you. Um, I was once meeting a friend and he introduced me to his female friend and she was in Top Gun. No, 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 not Kelly McGillis. No, 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 she didn't. She wasn't in that Top Gun. She was in Top Gun, the TV show on TNT. There was a TNT or USA Network. I can never tell the difference between the two of them. To me, they're the same damn channel. Um, she So she was in the TNT thing, and she played the Kelly McGillis character, so you can actually go look her up. And she tells me, I was the number two, I was voted number two dominatrix in San Francisco. And I found that always fascinating, thinking to myself, what must be like, to be number two and not number one. So I once wanted to get a job on, uh, was it KGO Radio? And Mickey Luckoff, jerk. Um, someone, if I could, some someone that if I could do horrible things to in my imagination, I would. I said, Mickey, what would it take for me to go on your station? He goes, well, when you're number one, you could be on my station. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm on CNET. We grew rating 600%. He's like, no, no, and you're number one. So can you imagine being named the number two dominatrix? And that's, that's you plateau there. That would be uh, just a rough way. So you want a little bit of everything. Small cap stocks, mid cap stocks, international, large cap stocks, little income, whatever works for you. And I guess what works for me is I don't want to be number two. Dominatrix, radio show, whatever. Because if you're number... Something about number two and number one, it's starting to get in potty mouth and training and stuff. I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. John Cusack was in the movie Say Anything. With, can you remember the female star? I know it. Do you know it? It's Ioni Sky, right? Does anyone know whatever happened to Ioni Sky? She's probably in one more film and then she got too old. Too old for Hollywood. Hollywood doesn't know what to do with women between the ages of 28 and 45. They're too young to be moms, and they're too old to be hot. And that happens in life. So you have to kind of work with that on some level. John Cusack played Lloyd Dobler. I think that was his name. Um, and the song that we were just playing... Had I want to be like John Cusack and I find it, you know, he, he always played a character that dared to be great kind of situation. Um, he was always the guy that the girl really wanted to be with instead of the quarterback that she thought she wanted to be with. It's like the guy who in every John Hughes film wants to be with a cheerleader and then ultimately he wants to be with a frumpy cheerleader's sister who's wearing glasses at the beginning of the movie who ultimately takes glasses off and comes down the stairs looking pretty darn good late in the film. But Lloyd Dobler once said, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything, bought or processed out or buy anything, sold or processed or process anything sold, bought, or processed, or repair anything sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do all that. So I go back to Ioni Sky and I go back to Lloyd Dobler and say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I think that's one of the best questions you can ask. I've got a friend who just had a grandson. Whoa. And I, I refer to that as a whoa because I'm his age, and to have a grandson would be like a whoa kind of moment. And ultimately, I think... You know, if you give a girl your heart and she gives you a pen, why would she give you a pen? You have to decide what you want to be in your career and you have to decide if you want to be great or not. And you got to decide if you want to sell anything or buy anything or process anything as a career. Um, I met a guy yesterday who, fantastically, he's a wine and beer distributor for some family out of the South, like New Orleans or something like that. And it's the largest distributor in the nation. And he's like, I got a team. I'm like, what do you mean you got a team? He's like, I got a team. And he goes, I got the hot, the hot girls and then I got the old guys. And 
I was like, what? <laughs> and basically, I was like, so I was like, so what happens when your hot girl turns like thirty, like Ioni Sky did, and no one wants her in movies anymore? No one wants to buy booze from her. And he's like, well, some of them last past thirty. Um, but I bring that up in large part because your career is aged from twenty to sixty. And I've got a family member who is just a train wreck of a human being. Um, he's not blood related because anyone who's blood related to me is pretty damn special, pretty impressive, kind of a big deal. Um, we literally come out of the womb and our first words are ta-da. I'm kind of a big deal. You know the blacks because when we come out of the womb, we say ta-da. Doctors always are like, whoa, it's black. And when I say black, I'm not talking color of skin. I'm talking royalty here. The blacks. Robert Black and your money. So um, one more Lloyd Dobler quote. Maybe I re- didn't really know you. Maybe you were just a mirage. Maybe the world is full of food and sex and spectacle and we're all just hurling towards an apocalypse. In which case, it's not your fault. I've been thinking about all these things and you're pretty st- probably standing there monitoring and one more thing about the letter nuke it flame it destroy it it hurts me to know it's out there he wrote a letter to her telling her that he loved her and she breaks up with him and gives him a pen have you ever gotten a pen i got a pen once as a gift and i want to say it was like the one year anniversary of the relationship she gave me a pen it's a bad sign it's a real real bad sign women do not give guys pens what I really want to do with my life, what I want to do for a living is I want to be with your daughter. I'm good at that. That's probably the phrase that every dad fears hearing about their daughter. The Lloyd Dobler phrase, but it's probably what every daughter in the world wants to hear. A guy that just wants to be with her for who she is. Anyway, um, always dared, always looked for a dare to be great kind of situation. If there's anything in this whole segment that I wanted to throw out there for you is you work from age 20 to 60 and people will throw you away. Sometimes they'll throw you away in love if you don't have a good enough career. I've got a friend who just moved to Phoenix because her husband was trying to be an entrepreneur for six, seven years and he's just sucked at it or it just didn't happen. It just didn't click. People will throw you away. You get old in your career and you're no longer able to sell. You need an emergency fund. You need a career. You need to figure this out. Do not. You know what the song is about? This is so funny. When John Hughes or whoever made this movie talked to Peter Gabriel about whether or not he could use this in his movie. It's really not about the love of a girl. It's being lost in the eyes of Christ. I see the doorway of a thousand churches. It's kind of a creepy love song. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.